Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry. And if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, we love hearing from you. You can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. Starting to feel like summer, Steve. You know, it's been an unusual time and... uh, Here's the thing. The year is half over. We can celebrate that, right? Uh, hopefully 2021 is a whole lot better than 2020. <laughs> we'll put it that right? way. Right. But uh, here's the thing. We're always looking at the glass half full here. So maybe July and this second half of the year could be a great time for a mid-year portfolio checkup. And Morningstar's Christine Ben says, maybe we should start by reviewing our asset allocation. If you have not made any changes recently or even for a few years, you may find that your portfolio is actually actually too aggressive given your life stage, especially if you're someone who is within maybe a decade of retirement or certainly someone who is within a few years of retirement. You do need to de-risk the portion of your portfolio that you expect to spend from soon. So, Steve, how do we de-risk our portfolio and what else should that mid-year review include? I think the the big thing that we talk about on the de-risking is with the run-up in equities, especially for those of you that are sitting in 401k accounts, your biggest option is S&P 500, which has had a very good run. Even with the drop of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. it dropped and a lot of it's come back. So we look at it and say, do I have too much equity exposure in my portfolio? Joan and Richard had come in. Richard had just retired. He liked to pick stocks. So we did an analysis of his portfolio. And for a person that's just retired at 70 years old, he was about 95% in equities. Oh, wow. And then when we looked at his incomes, his pension and his Social Security met their living expenses. Oh, okay. We said, Richard, do you need to take this much risk? And he said, well, I'm able to do it. And I said, but why are you doing it? I said, you have the capacity to take the risk. He says, yeah. I said, your attitude says risk is okay. And I said, yeah. I said, do you need to take the risk? He just kind of looked and he said, not really. And I said, to me, that's very, very important to look at. I said, and then I asked the question, if your portfolio went up another 20% this year, would it change the way you retire? He goes, no, probably not really. And I said, what if it dropped by 35 or 40%? What if it wouldn't have came back after the February drop? He goes, well, it probably would change my retirement. I yes. Hmm. I said, psychologically it would because your income is still being met, but psychologically it would affect. So we looked at it and we sat down and we talked and said, why don't we take some of the risk off the table? Why don't we look at that portion that you like to pick the stocks because of the fact it keeps you active in your retirement? And he sat down, he broke, he said, let's take about 15 to 20% of the assets and I'm going to trade those. I said, let's make them non-qualified so that it's more tax efficient for you. And then we looked at it and we said, let's take a portion, probably about 50% of his holdings, and let's put it in that fixed indexed annuity for growth potential. Hmm. Protection of the asset and for growth. I said, that's kind of like replacing your bond exposure. Because what's going to happen to your bonds when interest rates rise? He says, well, they'll decrease in value. And I said, yeah. So we're looking at taking it where we took the risk off the table of a negative Gave him what he wanted, still to be able to trade, and made his wife a whole lot happier because (laughs) she didn't like the fact that the portfolio dropped so hard in January. 
So if you are in that category, want to do it yourself, but need a little bit of help, hey, give me a call. Let's talk about where we might be able to assist you in your plan. Have a retirement question you'd like Steve to address on the podcast? Drop us an email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. July is really special for a retired baseball player. And uh, here's why, Steve. So think about this question. Which would you rather have, $5.9 million today or $1.2 million every year for 25 years straight? When the New York Mets made that offer to Bobby Bonilla, he chose the 25 years. And former Mets GM Steve Phillips tells MSN Sports. Bobby Bonilla, we were going to release him. And instead of paying him the $5.9 million, ownership said, I wonder if we can defer it. The idea was, hey, Steve, go to the accounting department and see that if we pay out a certain level of interest, what we'd make off of Bonilla's money if the market did this or did that or bottomed out, you know, what would it take? How would it play out? It was an investment vehicle for the team that they'd make money on his money and he'd still get the benefit of it. So long story short here, the Mets lost their money in the Bernie Madoff scandal, but Bobby Bonilla is still receiving that million dollar check every single July, 10 of them so far, 15 more to come. And I would imagine, Steve, there is a certain peace of mind that comes from knowing you can count on receiving that paycheck year after year. Yeah. And what they explained in in its simplest terms is what we call a deferred annuity. Okay. You know, what they did, they were going to give him $5.9 million and they were going to start paying him 10 years later, $1.2 million for 25 years. It's nothing more than a deferred annuity. His personal pension check mm-hmm. that is coming in didn't really need the money that day. So it's how can I invest it the best for the future for guaranteed income in the future? So that is where when people start to look at it, if you some people, when they hear the word annuity, grow horns yeah. because they've heard bad things about them. But if you looked at something like that and said, wait a minute. I can put some money aside today that I might not necessarily need and in 10 years start pulling out an income stream for it. In this case, it's 25 years. In a lot of cases with the annuity, it's the rest of your life. Might that make sense for you? So that's the big question that a lot of people have to ask is if they don't have a pension, would a personal pension make their retirement easier? Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.